Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about what's next for the winners of UFC 287. And I did a little bit with that for Israel Adesanya in my last video, but I do want to expand on that and with some of the other winners on this card. So let's get to it with Israel Adesanya. Who's next for him? I did say I want to see Israel fight Alex Pereira for a third time in MMA. That makes a lot of sense for many different reasons. The story is there. There needs to be an epic conclusion for these two when it comes to their rivalry. So there are reasons why I like seeing an immediate rematch between the two again. But then there are also reasons why I understand why that wouldn't happen one of them being israel doesn't really owe him another rematch and i know people are like what do you mean it's one and one like they should hash it out a third time but alex Pereira got to the position that he was at because of israel adesanya and yeah it was great that he won the belt but now that israel has it back i could understand why he doesn't want to take that fight and wants to move on from this rivalry even though it's evened out after all israel has been a long time champion and he had this hiccup against this one guy that seemed to have his number and now that okay i got the win over him sure i didn't technically win the rivalry it's evened out in mma didn't technically win the rivalry in regards to mma and kickboxing it's time to move on especially with the way israel finished that last fight so i understand why he wouldn't want to take that immediate rematch i understand why alex wouldn't want to take that immediate rematch Maybe he's done making that cut to 185. Maybe it's getting way too difficult for him at the age of 35, soon to be 36. So he's going to want to take his talents to 205 now, which is completely fine with me as well. So although there are reasons why I could see this immediate rematch happening and I would be very happy to see it. I could also see reasons why it wouldn't happen. And if it wasn't to happen, then that's fine with me. It would be nice to see both guys do their own thing as well. But let's talk about Israel Adesanya. If he's not taking this third fight against Alex Pereira, who do I think would be a good option for him? And people have been saying Hamzat fight for the title. But man, Hamzat needs to fight at middleweight. I get that he fought a couple of times at middleweight. How many times has he fought at middleweight? Regardless, he fought absolute nobodies at middleweight so we can't justify that he gets a shot at the title against Israel Adesanya with wins over no-named middleweights and yeah he's been looking great at welterweight but that doesn't mean he should be getting a shot at middleweight because of it so I think he at least the very least he needs one nice win over someone in the top five and I think Hamzat should probably fight Paulo Costa. That would be a fun matchup. And whoever wins that fight, whether it's Hamzat or Paulo, they should be the ones who fight Israel next. And honestly, either option would be great in my opinion. So I think that would be Israel's next fight if he's not going to be fighting Alex Pereira for a third time in MMA. If it's not the winner between Hamzat and Paulo, I think another good option would be the winner between Sean Strickland and Drikis Duplessis. Both guys, once again, whoever wins that fight, would be a great option for Israel, especially when it comes to storyline and just beef between these guys. So I think that would make a lot of sense. And yeah, I think whichever one comes first, if it's Hamzat versus Paulo or Sean versus Drikis, the winner of that should fight for the title next. So I think that would be the best option for Israel next. Moving on to Gilbert Burns, defeated Jorge Masvidal by decision retired the guy very solid performance from gilbert really had no troubles in this fight whatsoever as expected and right now he's in a position where it's like what what is next for him because his past two wins 
very impressive, but his past two wins have been against guys outside of the top 10. I think he definitely deserves someone in the top 10 or, in my opinion, in the top five right now. Let's get him back into title contention. I think the next fight for Gilbert should be a number one contender bout. He deserves it. And I think the option that makes the most sense is him versus Bilal Muhammad. Bilal is without a fight right now. There have been talks about Bilal fighting Shafka Rahmanov, but come on, man. <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be put against two up-and-comers in a row, two dangerous up-and-comers in a row. And I think Shafka should be fighting someone else. He should be fighting Kobe, man. Come on. like Kobe needs to fight an up-and-comer at this point. But I don't think Bilal should do it. So I say make Bilal Muhammad versus Gilbert Burns. That would be a very fun fight, in my opinion. Very competitive fight. And I would look forward to that one for sure. It would be a huge one for 170. But if it's not Bilal next for Gilbert, I think the only other option is Shafka Rahmanov. And man, even Gilbert is in a position where he shouldn't be fighting these up-and-comers. We can't possibly see Gilbert fighting both Hamzat and Shafkat in a matter of years, especially during years where these guys are in their prime. It's just not fair for Gilbert at all. Like Both Gilbert and Bilal have paid their dues when it comes to fighting the up-and-comers. So in my opinion, they need to be fighting guys that are equally ranked to them and are in the same position. And I think that's what makes the most sense. But like I said, if it's not Bilal, then I think Gilbert might have to fight Shafkat. And if he does, man, all respect to him. He'd be fighting two of the most hyped up prospects in the welterweight division and in all of MMA right now in a matter of years. So that would be incredible in itself, even if he doesn't win. Next, I want to talk about Rob Font. He got a knockout win in the first round against Adrian Yanez at UFC 287. And what an incredible fight this was. It was short, but action-packed. It looked like Rob was in trouble at some points and Adrian was gaining the momentum. But then Rob, man, he showed how tough he was and then came back with that finisher and it was beautiful to see he got himself back in the win column after losing his past two so it's nice to see rob font show that yeah i'm still here i'm still a top contender in this bantamweight division and it's very impressive to see him do it against an up-and-coming prospect like adrian yanez i still think adrian has a very promising future for him but right now it's still rob font's time so who should he fight next and i think rob is in the position where he's still going to have to fight some up-and-comers or fighters ranked below him some options right now for him are dominic cruz song yadong makes a lot of sense of course song yadong is more on the up-and-coming side so that will be a difficult fight for him. But like I said, Rob is in that position where it's easy for the UFC to put these up-and-comers against him in order to build their names because Rob is in a position where his stock is high coming off of that win, but he's not the biggest name, but he's big enough for the UFC to build names off of, if that makes any sense. So I could see the UFC putting him against Song Yedong. Some other up-and-comers that I could see the UFC putting up against Rob Font are Ricky Simone and Umar Nurmagomedov. And <laughs> man, I feel bad for anyone who has to go against Umar at this point, but hey, that's a huge possibility right now. And Rob Font may be at the front of that list when it comes to wanting to bring Umar into the top 10, which sucks to say. It's not a fun or a stylistic matchup for anyone in the bantamweight division right now, but it is what it is. Umar is going to need to fight at this point. So 
tough road ahead for Rob Font, but I hope he enjoys this moment right now. And it would be nice to see him continue finding success, especially against these up-and-comer guys with a lot of hype behind them. Now, I would talk about Kevin Holland and Christian Rodriguez coming off of big wins over their respective opponents, but these guys are unranked right now. So all I'm going to say is that give them some other unranked fighters and then let's see what they can do in order to build their momentum and get into the top 15 in their respective division. So that's all I'm going to say for them. The last fighter that I want to talk about in regards to what's next for them is Kelvin Gastelum. Man, I was very impressed with Kelvin Gastelum. I have to admit, I wrote the guy off. I thought his best days were behind him, but we saw vintage Calvin Gastelum in this fight against Chris Curtis. What a fight it was. And it was nice to see Calvin get back into the win column with a win like this, with a performance like this. So what is next for him? He rounds off the top 15 of the middleweight division, who would be a good opponent for Calvin Gastelum. And I think you give him someone else in the top 15 and some options include Andre Muniz, Brendan Allen, and Nasruddin Imavov, I think. Those three makes the most sense for Kelvin Gastelum next. But what do you think? What's next for the winners of UFC 287? And which fight would you be looking forward to the most? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.